I'm recording, so uh, you tell me when. Three, <laughs> two, one. Hello and welcome to the Untranslatable Podcast. We are here recording episode 171, and today we are coming, well, I am coming to you from the beautiful island of Bali, Indonesia, and we are on the road again talking about Ubud which is considered the kind of the spiritual and cultural center of Bali. So we're looking forward to talking about some things you can do there, uh, the overall vibes. And I'm curious to see what questions Jared has for me today that I probably will not be able to answer because Jared comes prepared and then some. So without further ado, my partner in crime, what's going on, Jared? I don't know how many times it'll take for me to um, tell Chad to stop saying that because I, whenever you say that, I'm almost never prepared with more than three questions. <laughs> um, but um, I'm interested. To, I'm very excited to talk about your stay in Ubud so far. Um, but first, spread a little love. You can, um, you know, actually hold on. Spread a little love. That's the kind of volume I like for my drops. There we go. You can spread a little love and follow us on Instagram, Untranslatable Podcast. You can see some of these pictures from uh, from Ubud. I put up uh, the I put up the videos on stories, you know, of your travels around, and I just tag, you know, usually I'll put the city that that it's in or whatever, and um, I put Ubud, and we got like double the amount of uh, views we've ever gotten because I went on to their. Um, they're uh, like the Ubud sort of um, so story oh, cool. thing. Yeah. And I was like, why? And I was, and I was like, oh, that's weird. Anyway, follow us, though. <coughs> uh, that was just for Chad. Don't, don't, don't listen to that last part. Um, you can also follow us on Twitter, Untranslatable1, the number one. Um, you can also, get, also please, <laughs> give us five-star reviews. Have you noticed, Chad? Pajolsta. <laughs> At the beginning of this Pajolsta is you going, mm-hmm. Again, play again. Pajolsta. Oh, wow. I never <laughs> noticed that. I never noticed that. I couldn't that. cut it out. Um, That's funny. So, listen, I'm not here to talk about coronavirus all the time, but I do read a lot about it. Mm-hmm. And I'm not here to talk about it, but I'm talking, I want to talk about something <laughs> that okay. is that's um, tangential to that and you being in Indonesia. Okay. Have you heard sure. of a place called um what is it called what is it called tom uh tomahone you're talking about the temple uh i'm not talking about the temple it's a it's a city but in the oh, city never mind. okay they ha- i think it's a city in the city they have something called an extreme market have okay. you heard of the extreme uh-uh. market no i have not the extreme market is um a place in these, you know, there's a there's a, a few of them, but there's one called the Tamahoan Extreme Market, and it's actually it's a pretty popular um, it's a pretty popular tourist attraction. Um, they have a whole bunch of uh, uh, crazy animals for sale, and they're known to also. Well, essentially torture them. I'm not gonna lie. Oh God. Okay. Uh, but they have weird things like, um, you know, you can get monkeys. Um, you can get uh, snakes. You can get bats, cats, dogs. And there have been, for animal cruelty reasons, for a long time that you know people have been asking to close these places down and whatnot. But, sure. Um, these places have seen a 
uh, like a, a sharp decline in visitation recently due to the mm, I whole wonder why bat and snake thing. Now there is no coronavirus in Indonesia. Let's be clear, but yep. knock on wood, uh, people are starting to get a little nervous because uh, these same sort of animal situations um, are is what caused it um, in China. Now people are starting to get concerned, right? Um, Ashu is popular with Chinese tourists specifically, too. That doesn't surprise um, me. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, I just found that both disgusting and interesting, and I was reading about that today. Mm. Um, also, that- fun fact, Jared, it wasn't only the coronavirus, but also SARS and MERS all came yeah. from, um, was an animal to human virus. So, yeah. Um, so I don't know about MERS, mm-hmm. but I knew SARS is is similar. Vi- like a mute, like SARS and coronavirus are similar. They're just like mutated viruses of one another. Yep. SARS is coronavirus, actually. It, SARS it, is it a is coronavirus. A coronavirus, yes. And coronavirus is, is the broad yes. term for this current one. I, there's a more specific term that I don't know. It's the novel 2019 novel coronavirus is the the current one. Um, well, there you go. Speaking of animals, though, Jared, and actually I just realized I haven't sent you these pictures yet, so let me do that. But speaking of animals, while I have been in Ubud, I made a trip to the Bali Zoo. Oh. And that was super awesome. Uh, the, the highlight of the zoo, though, Jared, was the fact that when you walked in the zoo, uh, the first spot you go to, they have free-roaming deer... And you can uh, pay uh, 20,000 rupiah, which is, um, I would guess that'd be about about $14, would be my guess. About $14 to uh, feed the animals. $1.46. For 20,000. Oh, yeah, I was thinking of 200,000. Right, right. So, yeah. So, so there still, you go. I mean, you still got it right, though, I guess. So you're off by a 10, but you still got it right. Right. Um, so, so yeah, so, uh, so you can feed the cute deer and they're very domesticated and they want food. What are you so they feeding come them? right up to you. You're feeding them. Uh, I'm not really sure what it is, Jared, to be honest with you. It's some type of grass or something. Um, I'm not really sure what, what you would call it, but yeah. Then they had elephants. Uh, you could ride the elephants. I opted out of that just because, uh. Well, one, I didn't want to pay the money, and two, the idea of being that high up off the ground on an elephant, I'm not so sure about that. Really? That's, mm-hmm. would, would, um, I don't think I would do it either, but I think it's just, uh, yeah, okay, no, I don't blame you now that I think about it. <laughs> now that I give it some actual thought, at first I was like, oh, they're soft, uh, majestic creatures, but then I'm like, I don't know if I want that. I don't. I don't know if I want that smoke. I mean, that's right. that's a little that's a little too much for me. What's this little uh, marsupial thing? A wombat? A Is that what you'd call that? Wallaby. Wallaby. It's a wallaby. Mate. Damn it! I was close. But here's the um, wild thing, though, Jared, is that they had an aviary, which is where you know you have birds and things that bear fly. That I see. Uh, sh- uh, uh, sun bear is what they call them. Uh, sun okay. bear. Yeah, they're super an lazy, aviary. super chill. Uh, but anyways, back to the aviary. So the aviary, they have, um, they have uh, flying things. So, you know, birds, what have you. What I didn't think of, but I walked in, I walked in and I saw these big black wings like go whoosh over my head. And uh, they were fox bats. 
And fox bats, Jared, are pretty big. Uh, for our American listeners out there, their bodies are about like the size of a football. And their wingspan's got to be a couple feet long. Um, a fox bat? Yes. I sent you some pictures. Um, but the pictures I took of them, they were like hanging. Um, but yeah, they're, they're pretty big critters. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. They're pretty big. Well, I got some googs of it. Yep. That looks like a little fox. Oh, yeah. Fox bat. <laughs> That's why. Now Jared knows. Uh, wow. <laughs> now the name makes sense. But I will say this, Jared. The Bali Zoo was uh, awesome. I don't like bats, dude. Bats uh, gross me out. Their tongues kinda, hanging they're out. They're kind of cute. They're kind of yeah, cute, I knew you'd man. Say that. They're they're leathery. They're leathery. It, it's not even their bodies. It's their leathery wings. Well, you know what else? You know what other animals are leathery, Jared? Pigs, elephants. Okay. Yeah, but they're not paper thin leather. You know, you, you you can like I don't. It's a different. Ugh. I don't know. I don't know. Is it delicate? Is that wing delicate? I didn't. I don't I know. They touch them. They seem pretty was, taut. Do you think I was petting them? I wasn't petting them. Come on now. <laughs> I thought maybe you let it land that it was dangling up your finger. <laughs> just hold my arm out like a trained eagle in Mongolia and just swoop down and land on it. Oh, God. Um, not quite. I would scream like a little girl. I, I could see that. I could see that. Um, but what was cool is they had, um, they had some tigers there. Uh, and you forget how big those cats are i mean yeah tigers they're, oh they're huge like oh man i was with a buddy of mine at the zoo he's probably six foot uh, six foot four six foot five maybe even six foot six he's pretty tall and they got, they got a picture of a tiger with his front paws all the way up and that thing was easily over eight feet tall um were were they in a enclosure like a glass enclosure they were in an enclosure but it was fairly large uh, I have to say I was impressed by the size of the Bali Zoo. They even had a shuttle from one end of the zoo to the other because um, there were like two parts. And right now there's a lot of construction going on. So they're actually going to have way more animals in the future. Uh, they'll have um, hippos. I'm trying to think of the ones I saw saw that were coming soon. Were hippos, giraffes, a bunch of animals. Um, but we got to see a couple native animals to Bali, which was pretty cool. Like a uh, a hornbill, it kind of looks like a toucan with a goofier beak. Uh, <laughs> they are native to Bali. Um, there are a couple different types of like oh, wow. eagles that they have in Indonesia. I'm not sure if they're in Bali, um, but I tell you what, Jared, the zoo was a great experience. Um, I think we spent about thirty U.S. dollars to enter, uh, and in my opinion, worth every cent. When's awesome. the last time you went to a zoo? That's a great question, Jared. Um, I couldn't tell you the last time I went to a it's zoo. Been a while. Maybe the Berlin Zoo in 2016. That's pretty yeah. recent. Four years ago, pretty recent. For zoos, yeah, I guess. <laughs> I guess, yeah. Zoos are I mean, cool, that's though. not recent uh, if we're talking about taking showers, but it's recent. True. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that is true. But you know, Jared, we'll talk more about this in the main segment. But Ubud is. Such a cool place in terms of the geography, in terms of the uh, 
the nature i would say that uh, you know when a lot of people think of bali they think of like an like a beach like surfing a beach lots of tourists i mean yes there are plenty of tourists in ubud but ubud has like some really beautiful temples some really cool buildings um some mm-hmm. markets where you can practice your negotiation skills and your haggling skills uh, really beautiful rice terraces um did you practice your negotiating and haggling skills this tiger looks ripped as f by the way. Oh, I know, right? <laughs> right? Did you um, practice your haggling skills? I did. I did. I probably didn't get the greatest deal. Um, but, well, here, I can show you one thing I got, Jared, because it's right here next to me. I'll grab it for you. One second. Um, you know, How much... I wanted oh, to get to some... Oh, some... off. All my, all my beach wear, for the most part, is stuck in Jinan because I wasn't able to go back to China to get my stuff. So I needed a mm-hmm. tank top. And as we were walking around the uh, market... This tank top came up. Oh, it's hard to see because we'll it's see blurry. now. Yeah, now that we do, is that an elephant on there? Oh, okay, it's an oh, elephant. Oh wow, yeah, yeah. A little om on the in the middle of the uh, exactly. Yeah, head. om on the middle of the elephant. It's like a teal color. Yeah, it looks really here. If I put it there, maybe you can see it a bit better, Jared. But I'll, I'll, I'd also imagine there's. I, I got a good look at it. I also imagine there's not much negotiation wiggle room on a tank top because it's already a pretty cheap item. You know what I mean? Oh well, depends how high they first tell you. That's true. You are a, you are a stupid white, so maybe they're just like, That's oh, let's right. let's let's milk this idiot for all these gifts. Exactly. They see me and they <laughs> this see is a four hundred dollar t shirt. Right. <laughs> but I think well, I got that, and then I got a bintang, which is the local beer here in Bali. I got a bintang shirt from one of my buddies who uh, brews beer back in Michigan. So for those see, two look, things, you are, see what great gift giver. That's another example. I try. Both thoughtful and useful. I try. You just wait till you see your gift, buddy. Uh, <laughs> I, I actually. Shit, I should probably get you what's, something. What's cra- No, you don't got. You haven't been anywhere. Where are you gonna get me there? <laughs> How dare you? I can think of a I'm few going- things you can get me, but we'll talk about it off air. <laughs> uh, but but anyways. Uh, oh wow! I paid. I like where I your paid, head's at. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, talking about guitar stuff, people. Um, all right, let's see here. I think I paid I paid seventeen dollars for a tank top and a t-shirt. Could I have paid less? Probably. I'm sure I probably could have paid ten bucks if I really yeah would probably have really yeah. pushed it. But I offered a lower price than than she offered. I offered lower and lower, and then she like looked at me. She was like, "Come on, can we meet in the middle and meet there?" And I was like, "All right, you know uh, we can." So we did. Um, and she's like, "Oh, but, you stupid idiot!" Right. But <laughs> if you if you really if you really want to get the deals, the the thing that you're supposed to do is just say, "No, nope, this is my lowest price." Start to walk away, and they'll sell it to yes. you. Yes, um, that's mm-hmm. what you got to do. That's what I've heard. Um, yeah, that's what you're supposed to and do. And you also, I've also, I've also been told. Now I'm not good at the walking away part. I'm not trying to make it seem like I'm some some expert negotiator. But you also have to make it seem like you also have to kind of remind yourself, especially in a place like that. Is that mm-hmm. you can find the same or very similar thing like all at over the mul- place, like so many places. Oh yeah, this is not some sort of special, unique item you're stumbling upon here. Right, most times at least. Exactly. No, that's a great thing to keep in mind. I think the only time where it might be something rare is if it's like handmade stuff, handmade yeah. jewelry, handmade yeah, for bags. sure. But even some of that stuff, you can still find very similar items. Yeah. So it might not mm-hmm. be the same pendant. It might not be the same exact bag <clears throat> or pattern on the bag. But yeah, for the most part, you can. Um, but yeah, let me tell you though, Jared, I went to the, uh, um, supermarket today and went to this like big mall near the hotel and I finally found, found a second, uh, suitcase 
because I needed a second suitcase. Because my, my suitcase is all full of my winter stuff from Beijing. Yeah. Um, and I needed another suitcase so I can bring back some souvenirs, uh, <laughs> kind of move around my junk so I'm not overweight when I fly back to the States. Um, but it was crazy how much of a hassle it was. I wanted to look around the, the mall more and potentially buy some more stuff. But because I had a suitcase, they kept stopping me and like, and I had a cover. They gave me a plastic cover, like a waterproof cover to put over the suitcase for free. Oh, that's um, cool. And, uh, but they kept, people kept like stopping me and like taking the cover off and like looking in my suitcase. It's like, where do you think I would have stolen something? Wait, who was stopping you? you? Oh, people, people in the who store? Were working there. Yeah. Oh. So it got to the point where I was with a, a friend of mine, uh, uh, my friend John, the you, one who suggested the Why would you just the take the cover off and put it into the suitcase? Well, it wasn't, they would have still kept opening my suitcase. Oh, oh, it has nothing to do with the cover specifically. The cover. I yeah, got you. It was, they were, but it was just annoying because yeah. you had to undo the cover, then open the suitcase right. over and over exactly. again. Exactly. Like a couple of times. I um, got you. So, so, yeah, so what wasn't ideal. So basically, I was hoping to get most of my souvenir shopping done today. Um, but because I was walking around with this giant suitcase and they kept stopping me, I was like, all right. Um, but I got to price check a little bit and I have an idea now of what stuff goes for. So, uh, now if I try to haggle, they won't be won't be playing me anymore. <laughs> Listen here, you son of a bitch. <laughs> so not again. So yeah, but, uh, not again. But Ubud's a cool place. Uh, we'll talk more about it later this episode, but now I think it's time to It's uh, you know, hold on. It's actually interesting. I've been like I love hearing this. What's the weather been like there real quick though? Like um rainy. Rainy. Pouring. I've... Torrential downpour. Oh, really? Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. I've been uh, I've been in living in this uh, sort of resurgence of a winter wonderland here, and I spent mm-hmm. my final. I've spent I spent yesterday at the last day of the winter fest in Campus Martius, and oh, nice. um, it was a great time. Except I went to this one concert, and, and that they had inside of this uh, at Cadillac Square. They have this little outside tent thing. And it's like this little square right of a campus, campus marshes. There's nothing special. Anyway, they had all these ice sculptures. I took a picture of it. It's on our story as well on Instagram. Um, but anyway, uh, on Translatable Podcast, this guy that was performing was one of the uh, unintentionally, unintentionally most hilarious people I've ever seen in my life. He, um, he I didn't even, he, he was singing these like he had a, like a, a electronic setup so he was like doing a little dj stuff but it was like it, he was like singing and it was like he was a black dude like maybe in his like 40s to 50s singing like like i guess you'd call it like r&b-ish music but then he'd also he'd also do these um impro- like solo improv things on this little mini keyboard thing and he didn't know how to play the piano like like he was constantly going out of like like out of key and like just ra- hitting random notes. And Cindy and I sat there and watched her for thirty minutes. We were like, "Why does he keep going back to this keyboard?" People started dancing. I looked around and I'm like, "Am I missing something here?" It was uh, just an overload that I had to tell you about. I I was shocked. And then after like thirty minutes of sitting there, Sydney's like, "All right, I can't take any of this anymore." We just got <laughs> that's funny. We were there for like thirty minutes. <laughs> That's um, funny. It was it was it was uh, ridiculous. Anyway, let's um, spread a little love. I insulted someone. So my shout out today goes out to Finland because Finland now is going to be offering fathers as much paid leave as mothers, which I think is oh, awesome. I heard about this? Yeah, yeah, pretty great, uh, pretty fantastic. I yeah, 
I mean, that is great. Uh, I mean, they could at least just up, like, the maternity leave here, if I'm not mistaken. It's terrible. Oh, it's, well, yeah. Isn't it like two weeks or something? I don't even think there's mandatory maternity leave, like, by law. Oh, not um, not for men, I don't think. Not for either, I don't think. Oh, really? I don't think there's, like, a legally... Yeah, I don't think so. You can Google that for me. So, Chad, um, yeah, we took a break, people. Don't worry about it. Um, I looked it up. Maternity leave in the United States. Um, there is a required 12 weeks of unpaid leave for mothers of newborns or newly adopted children. That's not great. Children. <laughs> That's not, not great. great. Required 12 weeks. But it's like, what do you like? What what normal person can take can take off twelve weeks from their job, <laughs> especially now that you have a whole bunch of new expenses coming in with a child, right? Um, all uh, the more reason anyway. why it shouldn't be unpaid. All the reason why it should be paid. No, no, no I'm with you. I'm with you. But yeah, so I think that's um, great that Finland has done this. Uh, yes. They say that some of this is to improve, uh, I quote, gender equality and also to boost a declining birth rate. This enables uh, mm. uh, better equality between parents and diversity among families. Um, and I would have to agree with it. I mean... Uh, so it th- makes it easier for them to have kids because there's more flexibility with who stays home and correct and who's getting paid and stuff like correct. that. I mean, those first few years of a child's development are really crucial to, um, you know, how it... Those first few years are big. So uh, I think this is really great. Uh, I mm-hmm. doubt the U.S. will follow in suit, but it would be nice if no. they would. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, we can... Some of us can dream, Jared. What can I say? Yeah, yeah. We're still young. You know, maybe by the time we're in the, those positions, uh, probably not. Okay. <laughs> uh, do you know what we're time not it is, that, We're not that young. We're also not that young. I do. It's time for those untranslatables, which are idioms, sayings, uh proverbs that don't really make any sense if you translate them directly to english but they have a meaning all right and we're gonna get to the bottom of it folks <laughs> god i hate it. i hated that that was not good um okay my first one is serbian and it goes zabriti chorbu zabriti chorbu thicken the stew Thick in the stew. Is this like uh, work harder, try harder, put in more Mm-mm. effort? No. Here comes Jared to come thick in the stew. To, hmm. To add some drama? I don't know. Ooh, all right. All right. Stir the pot. Yeah. Just, yeah. Mess in Spice uh, things business up a bit. that's not your own. Yeah. <laughs> right. Okay. Nice. Very good, Chad. Okay. My first one for you, Jared, is in actually both of mine today are Indonesian. And uh, this one is uh, related. I wanted to do this one because uh, I was at the zoo and I saw tigers. And this one is Makan Ompong, which means toothless tigers. Is Makan tiger? Interesting. I don't know if it's tiger or toothless. I'm not sure. Mm. Well, there's a Porsche Makan. And I, I wonder if it's called, a, if they named it after a, the tiger. Oh, maybe. I'm not and sure. And I assume they didn't name it a Porsche Toothless. Probably not. <laughs> anyway. Probably not. <laughs> what, what's the Toothless Tiger? Yeah, Toothless Tiger. Is that like so someone that like acts tough but really is harmless? No, I could see why you would think that. 
but they still have claws. Though. For for example, <laughs> for example, Jared, you depending on your political leanings, you might say that uh, the current president of the United States is a bit of a toothless tiger. Oh, it's like um like um like a led by an idiot essentially you're being got led by it is that essentially what it is i'm well, or uh, here he's the greatest says, person here, here, here it says inept leaders um, oh okay but you know, oh, you, okay you, so it's a very political interesting mm-hmm. inept leader. leader is a toothless mm-hmm. tiger mm-hmm. i like that right uh, it makes it, i mean it makes sense especially as like a political term there's a lot of political terms that involve like animals and stuff you know right um I have one that is. I, I considered looking up some Indonesian ones too, but then I didn't Don't want to. I was just wasn't. Yeah, I wasn't interested in potentially stepping on toes, and you know, so I just uh, took a hard left up no- or up north to French Canada, Sweet. and um, I have uh, il se prend pour pour le boss de Bécosse. which means he he thinks he is the toilet's boss. <laughs> well, I don't even know where I begin with this one. He thinks he's the toilet's boss. Is this like you think you're the king of the world? You think you're hot shit? Kind of. But specifically to whom? To whom is that? To who is it to who? I don't know. To whom? Um, or for it's whom? to whom? Um, hmm. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, either one. <laughs> um... Uh, give, give me an example. He's the or a toilet. Clue. Toilet. Um, so say we're all um, we're all uh, okay. Say we're traveling, and it's me, you, and Don in uh, Prague. Just hypothetically speaking, <laughs> uh-huh. right? Because that never happened. And, and um, well, actually, this what I'm saying did not happen. Just to okay. be fair. Okay. But. Um, I was concerned that uh, Don would do his thing that he tends to do on vacations and s- assume control, and um, and I what I would say to him, say to you, probably, mm-hmm. is he thinks he's the toilet's boss. So j- he just thinks he can is is thinks he can control everybody. Uh, no? What is it? Give it to me. He well, yes, it is that, but it's someone that's trying to lead a group of people that doesn't want a leader. Aha! Uh-huh. So like okay. a group of a group of people not asking to be led, essentially. Right. Gotcha. Gotcha. It's like we don't need a leader. No one's asking for this. And he, right. <laughs> so, but that's kind of a very specific thing, I think, to guess. So you know. that is specific. All right, my last one for you today, Jerry, is also Indonesian, and it is uh, five watt left uh, tinggal lima watt. Five watt left. Five watt left. Is that like they're idiots? They don't have, they don't have much much brain power left going on up there. It's not about brain power. Well, not really. Like the well, I mean, it's like the lights almost out. It's like a a dim, you know, someone who's dim is stupid. It has nothing to do with intelligence or stupidity. Oh, oh, like tired. There we go. Yep, because that's how I was feeling after walking around the zoo all day. Um. I have one more, and, I, and uh, also French, but from Canada. Avoir mal aux chevaux. To have a hair ache. To have a hair ache? Yeah. Um, hmm. Can you give me a clue? 
Um, you're on vacation right now. Have you had any hair aches since you've been there? So is this just like any minor disturbances? Maybe after maybe after a late night. Oh, a hangover. Yeah. Hangover. No. Mm-hmm. I've, been, I've been pretty well behaved, Jared, I have to say. I don't take Bali to be a particularly big party place. Or U- Ubud. I don't you, know much about you Ubud. You are very wrong. Ubud, no. Ubud is not really a party place, but Kuta right, let's, let's, will be. Let's and just we'll start talk about real that quick next with episode. Uh, Let's just start with all of my misconceptions. Let's First do it. misconception I had was before we even started recording, I was asking you about um, I was asking you about beaches, mm-hmm. um, and you said you're nowhere close to water. Correct. And I in in my head, I'm like, okay, I hear Bali, I think, oh, you're on a beach somewhere sipping a mai tai. That's just immediately where my head goes. Okay. Yeah. But now I know after last episode that first of all Bali is an island, so it's not like a specific pl- like one specific small Spot, like one specific right. location really. I right. mean, it is a specific location, but you don't go. You like if you're in Bali, you you're not going to Bali. You got to go to somewhere in Bali to be somewhere. Correct. Um, and so you're you're in Ubud right now, mm-hmm. which is nowhere close to water, or at least you're not in, in travel. You're not in a close enough. Right, Local I'm distance in the to water the to reasonably go there. Middle of the island. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, another misconception I had, or not a misconception. I mean, this does have like it. Another thing I, I just not a misconception. Another way, way I was picturing your life. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize it, it's been raining. Uh, did, did we say this? Was this recorded? I don't remember. When I don't we think said so. This. Torrential downpour today. Oh yeah, I asked you what the weather's been like since you've been mm-hmm. there. Is it, is it so the whole time it's been raining or just today? No, 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 just today. And there was some really heavy rains a couple nights ago. Uh, but the nice thing is generally what I've seen so far is it will rain pretty hard for a few hours and then the sun will come back out. Um, and the is rain this will like a up. wet season kind of country? Like where it's yes. like a, a season a where it's nice out and, it, mm-hmm. and it's in wet season right now? I believe so, yeah. Okay. Um, but it's still warm outside, I imagine. Oh, like yeah. it's you, like you could still oh, yeah. you still just wearing t shirts and all that so th- stuff. Today today was cooler, but uh generally it's been in the eighties. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, okay. Fahrenheit for our for our foreign listeners out there that would be what, like <laughs> yeah, twenty four, twenty five degrees. You'd be Celsius, just about cooked by now. If it was, uh... Yeah, no kidding. No kidding. Um okay. Uh that's all sort of the misconceptions I had at the top of my head. I'm sure more will come mm-hmm. to me. But I, I just had a, a huge misconception about the, the location. Oh, another one, I guess. I didn't know, like, I guess I didn't know the vibe of it. I took it to be a real chill place. Like, I'm not saying you can't drink there or anything. But I just took it right. to be like a, um, like a, like a, not like a place where, where the, where they're like, what's, what's the vibe of Ubud like? What's, what's the city like? Is it bustling? Is it, are there skyscrapers? Is it like, no, 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 no skyscrapers. No. Uh, Ubud is, I would say it's busy. There are a lot of people, a lot of tourists, a lot of shops. Uh, it's pretty condensed, uh, pretty dense as well. Um, but it's like in a forest and, uh, Ubud is where they have the monkey forest. That's where that is in Ubud. Mm. Um, and you can see monkeys right on the, like, they are not afraid of people. So you'll see them. We were walking right. around uh, Ubud, and we were right on the entrance of the monkey forest. And there were a couple of them just chilling on the sidewalk, eating eating something. I'm not sure what they were eating, but yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, because they know people won't mess with them, I imagine, is why right. that is. Right. Um. Uh, so, who, who's like, um, I, you've been doing stuff, mm-hmm. I imagine. Who's, who's planning this? Who's figuring this out? Who are you hanging out with? How much of your time is spent by yourself? How much of your time is spent with these magical people that are planned? I imagine you're not planning these things. This sounds like way too many activities for you to be behind, uh, responsible for. <laughs> so, okay. So, first of all, I haven't really been doing that much because we were in Ubud for work. Uh, and this has been my first right. actual free day, and it's been downpouring. So, I just got my suitcase had my lunch, and then had quite the case of Bali Belly or a bad stomach ache, so stayed in the hotel room. Uh, now, when we were exploring Ubud, though, we went to the market, uh, did some haggling, and just looked around. That was pretty cool. Um, also kind of checked out. Um, they weren't really, like, legit temples, but they were buildings that I think people use. Uh, so Bali is uh, majority uh, Hindu, whereas the rest of... Excuse me, sorry. The rest of Indonesia is primarily Muslim. Thank you. Is what I imagine you were going to say. Thank you. So, yeah. So, so that aspect of Bali gives an interesting vibe. Like, people are super peaceful. Most people more of a chill vibe, would you say? Right. A lot of people will greet you with the hands clasped, you know, kind of like they're praying and and bow their head. I love it. I love it. Like a namaste kind of move. Exactly. Exactly. Way more sanitary than shaking hands with somebody, Jared. Especially in lieu with all these crazy viruses going around. Yeah. So, uh, I love that. Right. Um, but yeah. And then, uh, you have like traditional, you see more, I think in Ubud, you see more traditional Balinese clothing. So I sent you some pictures, Jared. Mm. I have a, oh, I forget what it's called now. I think it's called an Ubundu or something like oh, that. The, it's a, it's a bandana. piece. Yes. It's a bandana that men wear. Um, and then men also wear a sarong, which is uh, it's kind it's kind of not really like a dress, but it wraps around your legs. It's like a long scarf that wraps around your legs and your waist. Um, because in in oh I understand in, yeah in Bali temples uh, Hindu temples you uh, you want to be respectful and you want to have your 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 shoulders covered and your knees covered. Uh, men and women it doesn't matter if you're a man or a male or female. Um, you should have your you shouldn't be walking around like shirtless, you know. Here, uh, in when you go to other places like Kuda, because it's a beach town, most of the tourists walk around shirtless. You won't see a ton of Indonesian mm. people walking around shirtless, though. Um, so there's a little bit of a difference. And uh, one tip I can give you and all the listeners out there that uh, plan on visiting Bali: if you go to any stores or restaurants, even if you came from the beach, put a shirt on. Uh, even if it's a tank top, put a shirt on. Be respectful. Um, so yeah, but the vibes of Nobody Uber, Jared are definitely super chill, um, beautiful, beautiful, super green, like lush green forest, uh, palm trees, absolutely beautiful nature. Um, yeah, Ubud's pretty awesome. So um, I would like to share some facts about Ubud, or excuse me, about Bali, not okay. Ubud, Great. with you. Great. Because I don't know anything about Bali. You know only slightly more than I do. Right, and, true. Um, and so I, I'd like to leave this at least a little bit more educated. Not that you haven't been educating me. Bali, did you, how many islands is Bali made up of? Oh, geez. Um, I would guess probably three or four. 
It's three. Okay. Bali is indeed an island. It's also a province mm-hmm. that comprises a handful of smaller islands congregated off Bali's mm-hmm. uh, Bali Island's southeast coastline. Yep, the Gili Nusa Islands. Panida, yep. Nusa Lembongan, Nusa Xeningan form oh, a right. small cluster of just uh, 20 to 30 minute boat rides from Sanur. Mm-hmm. Is that where you are, Sanur? No, no. Ubud. Okay. Well Sanur, worth the Sanur is oh, the, right. the beach. Yeah. Right. Okay. Well worth. Anyway. Oh, I get it now. Ice mm-hmm. is government regulated. Um, the ice in Bali is quality controlled by the local government. The tap water is not as belly friendly, unfortunately. Yep. So make sure you stay hydrated with bottled water. You've been staying hydrated with bottled water. Mm-hmm. Doesn't sound like it. The, you know, should right? leave food on your. You should leave food on your plate. Have you heard this? I didn't know that. No. Uh, we're not. Su- we're not suggesting you should leave any part of your fresh seafood platter when dining in a restaurant. But if you are invited into a local family home, the etiquette is different. You might find yourself sitting on the floor and eating with your hands. In which case, uh, your right hand only. And when you've had yep. enough, you should leave a little bit of food on your plate to signify you are done. Mm. So if, I guess if you I guess if you if you clean the plate they'll give, they you, give more. you more. Yeah. Okay. There are a lot of cultures like that. Yeah. And similar uh, to check with the beer actually. That, granted, that's you true. flip it over. Right. But you but like if you say but you could also maybe leave a little bit and they won't. I don't know. Yeah, it depends. Well, they <laughs> it depends on the bartender. Yeah, really depends will. on the bartender. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, interesting. Okay. Um, Has it been getting? To- uh, have you? Have you felt any um, weird rumbles or shakes recently? Because uh, Bali is an active volcano. I haven't, thankfully. But yeah, there is an active volcano. Um, mm. It's a couple hours drive from where I'm. I'm pretty sure it's in the northern part of the island. Um, yeah. So um, Mounts Angung and Batur are two towering peaks of Bali. And these dinosaurs are far from dormant. <laughs> I shouldn't be getting this excited. Uh, <laughs> Gunung Agung, as it's locally known, last erupted. Do you know when? No idea. Do you know which one you're closer to? No idea. Okay. Last erupted in 1963. Uh, we don't. Uh, some people died, and still makes its presence felt with occasional gassy belches. Batur, meanwhile, last erupted in 2000, shouting ash into the air, but no one was harmed. Um, the airport will be shut one day a year. Have you heard about this? I haven't. No. Uh, for Neyepi, a Hindu celebration observed mainly in Bali, sees the entire uh, island fall silent with business closing. And so hopefully that's not going to impede. Have you, do you already have your ticket for back coming back yep. home? Flight is booked. Okay. Good to go. Um. Bali has one of the highest uh, densities of spas in the world. Have you ever been to a spa? Not, not yet. I'm hoping to go to one while I'm here, though. Still got, still did got I a tell few you days. I went to, did I tell you I went to a uh, like a bathhouse here in Detroit? Uh-uh. No. How was it? Oh yeah, I did, dude. It was great. So, um, it, it like it was a. Uh, it's it's in Detroit, and I think it's actually a pretty historical place. And you go in, and uh, uh, it's thirty bucks for like. It was co-ed time. You can do just men or just women on different days, but it was co-ed time, and it was from six to ten. And you have to wear a bathing suit, and then um, we I even bought a robe for it. And you go in there, and there's um, 
uh, like a, a hot sauna, like a, excuse me, a dry sauna and a wet sauna. And then there's a uh, cold, like a super cold pool. And then there's also a bunch of areas that just hang out and it's a BYOB. So you can bring your own booze. Really? As, for those of you that don't know what that is. And just hang out there for a bit. And uh, it, I left uh, feeling very refreshed. It was great. Try, I was there for like three and a half hours. You're trying to go there when I get back? Dude. I'll go. There's also you can also go as like on an all men's day, but then you gotta be naked and you know, I'm self conscious. Oh, but anyway, yeah. uh we can go, dude. It's fun. That'd be fun. It's a good time. I'd be down. For sure. I'd be totally down. I'm down too. But you yeah, can also I'm check planning... it out in Bali while you're there. Right. Well I'm planning I assume on... you have a lot of free time. Yes. Well well, yes and no. It's fun employment time, Jared. So that means I am on the job search. So I'm applying for sure. places. C V has been updated. Uh, have been writing cover letters like a madman. Um, but yeah, but I will have a lot of free time. If Here's the sad thing, though, Jared. So I was with, with my friend John today. Let me see if I can find the picture. And, uh, and he looked up the weather forecast. And you, you, I won't even show it to you because you won't be able to see it. It's not a very clear picture. But literally every day until February 16th, so a week from now uh, to break the fourth wall, is rain and thunderstorms. Every day, every single day, same same icon, rain, thunderstorm, rain, thunderstorm. Oh, I see it. Yeah. So I was really hoping. But 89 consistently. Right. right. But I was really hoping to uh, make my way um, to the beach. Uh, I'll be staying in Kuda, uh, which is a southern part of Bali by uh, Denpasar. And there mm. uh, is a good place to go surfing. So I was hoping to spend a few days and go surfing. Oh, wow. But if it's raining and thunderstorming... Um, I mean, in Florida, but I don't think that really counts. I don't think that's like mm. here in Bali uh, or, or Hawaii yeah. and or something it's, like that. <laughs> using an above-ground pool in someone's backyard behind right. their trailer doesn't count. Chad. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, <laughs> but, you know, if it keeps raining, it just might just be spa day after spa day and maybe go do some yoga. Uh, that's a cool Your thing. Your skin will be glowing by the time you get right? back. <laughs> no kidding. Um, but that's a cool thing as well, though, about Ubud is there's I think there's a lot more like you can experience more Bali culture in Ubud. Like Kuda is more tourists and parties and surfing and shopping, right. whereas Ubud is a little bit more laid back. I don't even think Are they you going to be in Kuda by yourself? Yes. Well, no. There, so now- there are a few other English language fellows that will be there too. Okay. So, cause, so, so now that you're done officially with your fellowship, mm-hmm. um, like uh, a lot of your coworkers are in the same area, but are, are they all leaving around the same time or dispersing to different locations? So we've already. How dis- many of them are you friendly with? First of all, all of them, because they're all China okay. fellows. How, how so many? I know is them that? all really well. Uh, the ones that are still here, I think there's four or five. Oh, okay. But, I, I, but when two, you say but, all of them, I was thinking like 10 to 15 no, no, people. No, no. no but, but two of the five are uh, way up Assholes. in the north. No, they're way up in the north of the island. So that would be like a two and a half, three hour cab ride. Um, oh, okay. And they're great people. Cab but, ride? What do you mean cab ride? Taxi. A cab. For, that's the best option? How else am I going to get there? There's really no public transportation here. Or they I don't have rent, like trains or anything? I, nope. Or I could rent, I wow. could rent a motor, like a like a motor scooter. Um, <laughs> what? And that would take like four hours, <laughs> probably. Be cheaper than a cab, but yeah, I guess. I mean, so. a lot more of, dangerous a lot if you of, make it right. A lot of tourists rent um, motor. When I say motorcycles, I don't mean like a powerful motorcycle. I mean more like a scooter. Yeah, of course, you're not renting a Ducati, right, <laughs> or a Harley or some shit. Yeah, no, not quite. <laughs> yeah. Not quite. 
Um, but that's how most people get around here, Jared. Is uh, either if yeah, you're, I can if imagine you're a that. tourist, you take a cab or you rent a uh, like a motor scooter. I don't know what the correct term is. I can imagine those, that. Yeah, yep. like a, a moped or a scooter. I think right. scooter works. Right. Yeah. Um, malevolent spirits are not welcome. I don't know what you that means. But I'm going to read on. Better believe. What does it. that mean? What's, what's bad malevolent spirits, mean? man? Bad spirits. Oh, okay. Evil spirits. Uh, benevolent is generous. Malevolent is correct. Uh, evil spirits correct. are everywhere in Bali, and there are uh, myriad practices to keep evil ones at bay. Have you noticed any of these? Yes. Techniques. Yes. One of them is to off. Well, I don't know if this is for spirits, but I see it all over Bali, uh, Ubud, and everywhere else where people will have small offerings for the gods. So they are, usually it's like a small, uh, I think it's made out of a, a type of leaf. I don't know if it's banana leaf or what type of leaf. And then they put food and other things on there as offerings to the gods. Mm. Okay. Yeah, I see that. That's that's sort of a um, traditional Hindu thing to, to have offering little offerings for the gods. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, here are some other ones. There's a screen behind compound gateways called an aling aling intended to keep them out have you seen that screens maybe behind a like a some sort of gates or doors or something i'll have to keep my eyes open there are daily offerings of incense yep. and food wrapped in banana leaves to appease them very good yep mm-hmm. there are noisy processions and scary stone yep. carvings on walls yep. to fry in the moth i've off. seen lots of those i'll take some pictures of those because i see them all over okay. the place thank you don't forget to honk your horn if you drive past a cemetery, as this will also scare uh, the spirits away. So for you, you should maybe bark like a dog or something. Thanks, Jared. Perfect. Uh, people won't <laughs> think I'm weird at all. <laughs> Speaking of people thinking you're weird, do you get stairs? You don't. I assume since uh, you're in a much more touristy place, you don't get stairs like you did in Jinan. Not at all. Nobody. Nobody's yeah. staring at me. Yeah. None. None of that business here, Jared. I mean, I saw a picture of something you sent me, I think, and there, I think I saw some white dude in the background. Probably. Um, I don't remember where, where it was, but I feel like... I, anyway, um, these are great. Okay. Um, Bowie's final resting place. The last... The late David Bowie requested in his will to have his ashes scattered in Bali in a Buddhist ritual. Uh there were some press reports that his family had uh, fulfilled these wishes in a closed ceremony. Uh, Tirta, Tirta Impul is a must. Have you heard of this? I haven't. Tirta Impul. Not all popular tourist attractions are worth the crowds, but Tirta Impul Water Temple is oh, a clear... Oh, the Water Temple. Yeah, 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 mm-hmm. yeah. It has 13 different springs that comes from the mountain yes and it's to uh mm-hmm. cleanse you of your sins and everything like that yeah so you might need to spend a full week in there just <laughs> <laughs> i knew you were gonna this is where there. locals in some out of town uh, uh pilgrims come to undergo a lengthy purification ritual that involves bathing in fresh water springs from a series of 30 water spouts the temple was founded in 962 uh, 962 a.d and is dedicated to vishnu make sure you include uh, this in your bali adventure uh and still by the way as chad mentioned make sure you're like like you don't have to cover up completely but make sure you're wearing something mm-hmm. yep 
Uh, Bobby Gulling is. And sorry, let yes? me interrupt you real quick, Jared. And any of the temples you go to, there will be people trying to sell you a sarong outside the temple. If it's any temple you go to where you pay entry, when you pay entry, you will get, I guess, in theory, a free. I don't know if you have to give them back or how that works, but you will still get a sarong. So do not buy a sarong from the people out front of the temples trying to sell them to you. There's all sorts of scams in Bali to be aware of, and that's one of them. Here, here's here's the do not do's uh, at a temple. Mm-hmm. Uh, have the soles of your feet pointing at the altar. Yep. Point at things, especially statues. Yep. Be, quote unquote, improperly attired. You must wear a yep. long sarong and cover your shoulders. Be loud or irreverent. Stand higher than a priest. So like if a pre so like if a priest is standing on like um just the same level floor, don't stand on like some sort of step above him, I guess that's mm-hmm. what that means. Have an uncovered wound. And this last one some people might not like, be visibly pregnant. Oh, interesting. Bali has a bat cave. Do you want to go to the bat cave? Nope. No, you don't. Nope. You can have me neither. Uh, <laughs> um, okay, so you mentioned this whole uh, Bali belly thing. Mm-hmm. One last thing I wanted to talk about is obviously the food. Mm-hmm. So um, I want to just go through this, uh, some of these dishes. Tell me if you've had them. Tell me if okay. you would have them. Okay. Obviously, I'll do the same. Bali's um, most renowned dishes made rich by the heavy use of local herbs and spices are traditionally eaten uh, during the colorful Hindu... Okay. Anyway, here are the dishes. Babi guling. Have you heard of babi guling? What is it? Suckling pork. Pig. Pork, I guess you could say, too. Pork dishes are relatively hard to find across the mostly Muslim Indonesian archipelago. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Bali's famed suckling pig makes any roaming traveler wait traveler's wait worthwhile. While strictly speaking, a suckling pig should be uh, feeding on its mother's milk. In Bali, the pig used in the popular dish can weigh about 150 pounds. They are rubbed with turmeric, then stuffed with a base ghee or spice paste which usually includes a combination of coriander seeds, lemongrass, Asian lime leaves, and salam leaves, chilies, black pepper, garlic, garlic, red shallots, <laughs> ginger, and kankur, uh, less, lesser gallon gal. I don't know what the last one is, but it's a spice. The pig is roasted on a spit over coconut husks uh, or wood to tender perfection. When ordered a plate, uh, when or- when ordering a plate, expect sliced meat a few pieces of satay caramelized crackling which is like the skin crunchy yep uh, i've had that and more Mm -hmm. uh obscure parts like crispy intestines uh this is nose to tail dining uh at its most traditional how do you feel about that so i've had i've had a similar pork dish i don't think it's the same one but the spices sound pretty similar um and that was super good. I'm not sure what the name was. I've had the chicken satay and beef satay here in Bali. Super delicious. Comes with a peanut sauce and comes with other spices. Super awesome. Um, tomato sambal, which is like a tomato chili sauce. Amazing. Fantastic. Um, is there, are, are they uh, heavy on the rice over there? Is that yes. their main yes. go-to? A lot of rice. Um, oh, mm-hmm. wow. Yeah. I like a good rice. I like rice as, as a base for yeah. my... Oh, yeah. 
it's a for, good, it's, as, it's for a the good meals. One. Yeah, a lot of really. All right, good stuff. so I think in general, mm-hmm. I think in general you'd be on board with the Bobby Gooling. Mm-hmm. I think I would too. Now. I don't like, uh, like, they might lose me a little bit with the intestines and stuff, mm-hmm. but I'm sure you don't have to do that. Right. Um, Loire. Have you heard of Loire? What is it? Loire is a crunch, tender mix of vegetables, grated coconut, meat, and minced meat mixed with various heady herbs and spices, and often fresh blood. Ooh, Every village has its own one. version. <laughs> while it's the usual accompany, uh, uh, while it while it's the usual accompaniment uh, to Bob Bobby Gooling. All right, so that might maybe turn me off from Bobby Gooling a little okay. bit. Loire can stand as it's as a dish on its own as well, though. Um, Loire Nanka or young jackfruit Loire is an example. Um, Bebek Betutu. Slow cooked duck. How do you feel about duck? I like Stop duck. Stop laughing on me. How dare I, I you? I like duck. Uh, <laughs> duck's good. Um, I think I've had different Balinese dishes uh, while I've been here. Uh, most of the, so all of our meals were provided by the hotel in Ubud. Uh, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and it was all. Is that was, part of your? That's part of your. Um, part of the like, deal. Uh, yeah. Your, your cost. Yeah. How much you're paying. Right. Okay. Um, and I will say that the food was really, really good. Uh, it was mostly okay. almost all Indonesian uh, style foods. Um, and a lot of them didn't. That was the other negative thing is a lot of them, they didn't have the name of the dish in Indonesian. It was just like this is, you know, chicken skewers with this type of sauce or whatever. Um, right. So they, they obviously had the menu set up. Like it was Indonesian food, but they had the menu set up for um, tourists. Correct. Correct. But the food was great. Um, I will say this though, Jared, uh, I really like the flavors and everything, but, um, I've been eating it now for a week straight and, uh, it's time for some, some other types of food, I would say after a week. What have you, so, so you've been going, you've been eating a lot of the chicken satay and the beef satay. That's been Mm -hmm. uh, a big one. Rice. They have this really good, I don't know what it's called, but it's like fried vegetables that are like kind of put together with like a crispy breading uh super super delicious as well um let's see here what were what were that some might be stuff? the wait so i wonder um it, oh is it like a uh, is it like a, a super spicy are they spicy over there it Do uh, they, i mean they temper it down for the tourist i imagine they probably but, tempered it down yeah it wasn't spicy at all but you know i've been using that sambal they, and getting it nice and spicy so so uh, so in general in Indonesia and Bali they're not in, they're not afraid to kick it up several Definitely more notches not. than Definitely us Americans not. would would I mean, be I had, used to. I had to. a Balinese dish today that was like chicken, eggs and green peppers and I don't know what other spices they put in it, but that thing kicked my ass, dude. It was bad. Uh So okay, this has been great. So you're going to the beach soon. When yeah. when do you leave uh uh where do you where do you leave Ubud? When do you leave Ubud? Excuse me. Uh, tomorrow. Okay. Yep. Oh, so then you have a, over a week at, at the beach in Kuda. Mm-hmm. Yeah, ten days. I'll be interested to see. So it you'll be able to get a little social with it then. Like it'll be sort of a like is a kind of a pop in place. Although I guess it is raining all day, so it's right. hard to be social. Yeah, we'll when see. it's raining. Yeah, we'll see. Um, all right, but I'm well. You can be social in the spas, you know. Right. I got well. Yeah, I want to go to a couple spas. I mean, another thing, if you're in Bali, Ubud, or elsewhere, 
um, you can get really good massages for dirt cheap, like seven to $10, oh. $15 for an hour. Um, oh, wow. So, yeah. Uh, then they have other spa stuff. They've Ubud is well known for having a lot of different yoga opportunities. So, if you're into yoga, check that out in Ubud. Um, I'm not going to have time, unfortunately, but... Uh, but yeah, and we'll, we'll do another episode on CUDA and talk about it as well. And it seems like for the most part, people are, uh, pretty proficient in English there. Like you can, for the most part, most fend for yourself pretty yeah. easily. Yeah. Most people. Okay. I would say so. All right. I would say so. But you know, Jared, one of the most beautiful things about Bali so far, um, I would say has been the music. Um, I've heard a lot of great Balinese music and, uh, we are going to be doing some Balinese music today for our song of the pod. Uh, and I sent it to Jared. I'm trying to look up the title. Do you happen to have the title in front of I you, feel, buddy? I, I do have the title. I feel very. It's by. Um, it's by a guy named Gus uh, Teja. Gus or Teja, I think Gus Teja. And what's the song called? Song is called "Morning Happiness." I feel uh, "Morning Happiness" is very fitting for this song. This is one of those rare morning for me night for you recordings right and i feel so lucky that this is what i got to wake up to good because this song is so peaceful and it's mm-hmm. long too so it's great to just have on i almost you almost kind of forget that it's on in the background but it's like just like right ah. and, and and it's um go ahead go ahead the main instrument in it Really, really, I'd say the star of, of the song is going to be this flute. I don't Balinese know what you call the flute. Balinese flute. But it is, an, I assume, traditional, you know, yeah, Balinese flute. There you go. Mm-hmm. And um, it's uh, it's very peaceful, mm-hmm. and it, it it's it's great. I love it. It's wonderful. And fun fact, Jared, I actually took a lesson at the hotel on how to play Balinese flute. And you're just bringing this up now, though. I, I guess this is the perfect time to do it yeah. when I talk about. Yeah, uh, <laughs> and it, it was a little difficult to get the hang of it. The flutes are made out of bamboo, and our teacher told us that they have three different sizes: uh, a really small one that's pretty high pitched, and then a medium one. We play the medium one, and then a bigger one. Um, learned how to play jingle bells. That was the easiest thing. Is it he just could teach a? Us. Is it just a like a? So it's like a bamboo stick, just. Like with holes for the fingers and hole at the bottom. And basic then there's situation. a block. There's a block where you rest your lips, and then there's a hole at the at the top, if I remember correctly. Either the top like or the bottom. Like a recorder, kind of. The air. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Um, and I'm okay. I'm gonna look and see so, if I can find them at the market and see if I can bring home a couple. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so is is so does your hotel um, like offer a bunch of different classes like they, that? Well, they have just random stuff throughout the day, and that was a free thing during the day. So I figured, you know what? What the heck? That sounds Why like not? something they do at a hostel or something, right? Um, but yeah, it was super fun. Yeah, that seems uh, right up your alley. Yeah, it was super fun. And then he he also showed us this other Balinese instrument uh, called a uh, oh, shoot, um, maybe rimbi. I'm not sure. Rimbi or Rindi. It's like a, I'll tell you. I'll tell you. It's like a xylophone with bamboo that you hit with mallets. Uh, and I'm pretty sure it's featured in this song as well, if I remember correctly. Uh, yeah, it looks like there's some people playing them. Uh, and it was super fun. Like, I could have messed around on those things for hours. Hours upon hours. Uh, a Rindic? That might be it. 
There's a whole bunch of different xylo like apparently the Balinese like xylophones. Yeah. Or xylophones. Because I think there's I think there's yeah. I think there's more than one Right. Um But yeah, so we we more were than one. we were playing around with that as well. So it was super fun. Um and yeah, Balinese music is just so peaceful and like soothing and calming. Um so yeah. Yeah, I think it's Rindik. Like R I N D I K is what I'm okay. saying. There we go. Okay. Um, so yeah, but check it out. It uh, is very soothing, but mm-hmm. it, yeah, def- it, it fits, it fits the, the, the Hinduism the vibe, vibes. you know? Oh, for sure. It's, 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 and a, the you Ubud know, Hinduism vibes. is a very peaceful religion. It is. Absolutely. And yeah, it seems like a very peaceful place in general, like just the surroundings. And it almost seems very fitting to like the background of, of hearing all these birds and animals so close to you, especially mm-hmm. where you are like sort of surrounded by the forest. Right. Oh, exactly. So check out our YouTube channel, Untranslatable Podcast, and the Song of the Pod playlist, Morning Happiness by Gus You Teja. betcha. It's fantastic. Did you check tell me out. how you were getting to Kudu? Kuda? Uh, Kuda? Excuse taxi. me. Taxi. 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 Mm-hmm. So you just hire someone to drive you for two hours? Uh, one hour, but yeah. One hour. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's about 10 That's USD. That's kind of nice. I'm not going to lie. 10 USD to get you from point a to point b not too bad i, I don't hate that yeah. it's a great way to see the see the is uh, traffic is a shit show there i imagine uh like lack you, of no you, one follows the rules leave, kind of thing no actually it's pretty orderly um oh okay yeah it's actually pretty good well, pardon so me far. yeah come on jared now it's a little chaotic <laughs> with all the scooters going around but still i would right, say they i haven't seen any bad stuff. accidents yet um, but, but I don't yeah. mean I don't mean even seeing accidents. But I mean like like for example, wasn't it terrible when you were in Ulaanbaatar? It wasn't it bad in Beijing too, for that matter. Uh, Beijing wasn't nearly as bad as Ulaanbaatar. That was probably one Ulan of the worst was... traffic places I've ever been to for sure. But yeah, but okay. no, it's it's pretty good. Uh, it's not too bad as long as you're not during peak travel times like rush hour. You're fine. Um, Do you think so, you, yeah. like you could drive there if if you were to go on a vacation and rent a car? Nope. You would feel nope. no because it's on, not even because a scooter. We're driving on the other side of the road. Uh, yeah, but I've heard you get used to that pretty quick. Yeah, I've never done it. I don't trust myself. I don't trust myself. I'll give us a Spanish word of the pod. Um, and it is o ociosidad. Oh, and it's spelled O C I O S E D A D. Ociosidad. Is that how you'd say that? Probably, I think so. Okay, and it means another way to say that would be relación. Oh, relación, relaxation, relajación. Yeah, there you go. Relaxation. I'm ex. Yeah, I'm excited for you to get some well-deserved relaxation and come back all zen and ready to go. You better believe it, buddy. I'm a little jealous. I am a little jealous, but. I'll, I'll try to bring you. the Zen back for you. Bring the peacefulness and the Zen back for you. <laughs> but yeah, I think yes. that's what the beauty yeah. of Ubud is, is that, I mean, it's not quite the same as relaxing on a beach. I will say that. But there's something just peaceful about the, the like forest surrounding you and the temples. Mm-hmm. Um, but downtown Ubud does get a little hectic um, just because there's lots of people, not tons of space. But it is a beautiful part of Bali. I would highly recommend it if you want to get more like Balinese culture and that kind of thing. Check mm-hmm. it out. Um, but if you're more into the the beach and the party, then check out um, Kuta, um, and we'll talk about that coming very soon. So keep your uh, keep your eyes and ears open for that, people. So yeah, but yeah, Bali in a few words though, Jared, I would say is definitely peaceful, 
green, um, and beautiful. So check it out. It's definitely worth your while. Okay. Most definitely. Uh, sometimes, I, I, some, usually those sort of relax relaxation locations or like those even like... Um, like destination, whether it be beach or like tropical destination mm-hmm. places, don't really appeal to me. I like to have vacations where I'm like kind of up and at them doing stuff. I think you should try yeah. it. But uh, yeah, but I think there might there definitely is something to uh, actually being able to slow down for once. And I always do say I come back from vacations usually more exhausted more tired, than before yeah. I left anyway. My goal. So maybe is it would to be nice back. to actually try a vacation where I relaxed right. and not worked harder than i did at my job exactly <laughs> like my goal is to come back like super like calm and peaceful you know we'll we'll see we'll see how it works we'll see you're um, gonna start walking yeah. a lot slower you're gonna <laughs> right well you already walk too fast as it is so that's another talk for yeah, time but yeah true. so anyways uh let us know what you like to do in bali or ubud at untranslatablepodcast at gmail.com uh check out you our betcha. instagram to see pictures of uh ubud and the bali zoo uh untranslatable podcast and lastly if you want some peaceful balinese music check out our song of the pod playlist on our youtube channel untranslatable podcast and please five star reviews on itunes and stitcher let us know how we can make this podcast better for you so as we say here at the untranslatable podcast which is gracias and shisha